As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to Chill Cactus. Today you just got me. And you know what? I miss solos. They feel a little bit more of that manic energy. And just a little life update with me, guys. I think this what these episodes usually kind of just contain. Today I'm drinking some vodka with grapefruit tonic, and I'm not going to lie, it kind of tastes like ass. But as one of my good friends who's been on the show before, Alejandro, has said, no alcohol wasted. Even though this is making me cringe right now. You guys can't see it on audio, but for the YouTube clip, me taking a sip of this right now. Oh, it's so bitter. God damn. That's like that's like uh the stereotypical like no one likes grapefruit flavor. Like it's so bitter. Anywho, how you guys been? Um, let's see what I've been up to. I got a trip later this month, which I'm really excited for. May just started. I always like the month of May. The weather outside is great. I may go biking later or the beach. I don't know. Just kind of kind of just all mumble jumbled right now, to uh say the least. I I usually don't plan these. This was kind of a last second thing. The guest I had for you guys this week, uh she was gonna be really interesting, was a UK artist, but it just didn't pan out. Maybe she'll come back. I don't know. But um but it made this episode, and it kind of made me forget how much I miss these. Because in a way, it's like it's a little more interpersonal. You guys get a little more perspective on me. Um, the next guests that are coming up, I'm super excited for. I really like just chatting with people, getting a better perspective. I think before this podcast, it was just kind of, um, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of weird saying this, but yeah, I was pretty close-minded and stubborn. I feel like with the people I've interviewed up to this point has really broadened my perspective on things. And, and this podcast has just kind of changed me for the better. I know that sounds kind of corny. I mean, it's like, Oh, Jeff, it's just a podcast, like relax, bro. Like big brain moment here. Like you need to chill. But like, I honestly truly believe that. Like I, I really, from my first guess of being Andrew to my last one being Alina, like, uh, sorry if I butchered your name. You're awesome though. But, uh, both of you guys are, and uh and all the guests that are between it from just like starting the first video to even just getting like different perspectives on things it's been awesome and like 
don't know. Is I'm just feeling very introspective right now. I'm really excited for things to come though, like June going to Vegas for my buddy's bachelor party. Really excited for that. Don't know how that's going to turn out. It's going to be a blast though. I'll tell you that right now. Um, been just really grinding hard at the gym. It's just been more of like trying to gain more weight, but look a little bit more leaner, like body recomposition. That's been a big thing that I've been working on lately. Um, I cut back my hours at work because working five days a week at 6 a.m., fuck that noise. Um, I, I'm fortunate enough in position where I could do that, not you know bagging on people that need to do that for a living. It just wasn't personally working for me, and I had the opportunity to, like, oh, I can cut back and use extra day for the podcast for you guys to make more clips, maybe look for another job. Definitely that's on my list of things to do, and just not feel so sleep deprived and just drained to where if I went out with friends, I'd just be like a zombie. Like, uh, like I just didn't feel like doing stuff. So once I had that, that feeling, I feel like it was time to change something. So I did. And, uh, July, the big wedding, that's going to be fun. Then I've the, as I mentioned earlier, going to Reading with my, uh, best friends and we're gonna get an airbnb and just hike around there explore the city because redding california it just seems like such a random city in california it's like an hour away from the oregon border and i heard it's really pretty and underrated so i was like hey you guys want to go there i'm down let's do it so that's a little bit at the end of the month i'm really looking forward to that i wish we could like fast forward to now i just been feeling really antsy lately of traveling Especially with things getting a little bit better, I get my second vaccine shot May 9th. Um, I'm Team Moderna. Yeah, who who cares about that shit, right? Like, people that are like, <laughs> they'll get so hyped up about, like, what vaccine they get. I remember I was watching, or I guess listening to Tiny Meat Gang, and it would be, like, people getting shamed for, like, getting Johnson & Johnson or, like, Moderna. I'm like, really? Really? Guys, we, we've gone to that point where we have to, like, we got nothing else better to do than to shame someone else on their, you know, vaccine shot. Crazy, right? Fucking crazy. <laughs> Times are weird. Times are weird, but we're making the best of it. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. We're going to make it. So as I take another swig of this drink, I really like vodka. Such a great um, alcohol. I feel like it's very versatile. If you mix it with stuff, it's usually like you can kind of taste that vodka, but it's not as strong as per se like a whiskey or tequila, in my opinion. So, mm. one thing I also want to do too down the road is uh, increase like my workout plan, get some more running in. I used to run a lot more when I was younger and like <laughs> middle school and high school. And then even when I did tennis, I haven't really talked. You know what? Let's talk about my tennis experience. I don't think you guys really know the inside and outs of that. I think it's pretty interesting because I did do tennis for like nine years of my life, which is wild to say. I stopped at the end of high school and uh, started with, uh, when I was nine. used to go to like this country club, Spanish Hills, uh, really cool instructors and everything. And then, uh, but <laughs> it's weird because there's a story, like at the end of it, when I left this country club, there was this mom that uh, I was friends with one of their kids. 
he was I think a year or two older than me. His name was like uh, Justin. And uh, guy, if you're hearing this, I'm sorry, but I doubt it. <laughs> but um, my my parents told me it's like, oh yeah, she uh, she like left the husband and basically is uh, now with the tennis coach. So I was like, whoa, big drama and stuff, and like some other wild things around there. But I appreciate my time there. The Bryan brothers would occasionally go there. I got a signature from them, like one of the best doubles duos ever of of tennis, definitely like top five. And uh, one time I was <laughs> being a ball boy for them. And you kind of see them on, like, big tennis tournaments. So, like, they'll grab the balls from, like, uh, like serves, lets, whatever, goes into the net. You get it. Or if it goes to the back wall, you have, I think you have about six in total. Or maybe, uh, I'd say five, because I think there's only one ball kid on the line. I don't know. It's been a while. And I was on the net. So they missed the serve, and I kind of hesitated. I was a little anxious. I was just like, oh, fuck, like, what do I do? Like, uh, These tall-ass dudes are like 6'3". They just rocketed at 100 mile per hour serve into the net, and I was just kind of shocked at how fast it was. And then I realized, I was like, oh, shit, that's me. I need to go get the ball. So I waited too long, and I guess uh, they're like, oh, I guess we'll just let the ball sit there. And then they're going for a second serve, and I'm already running. So they're like, oh, fuck. So he served this 98-mile-per-hour second serve with top spin on it, which is like the ball's kind of spinning really fast to like make it have a different angle of bounce. Um, 98 miles per hour, shaves my head and clears the net as I'm running over, and they play the point. And there's there's like at least 30 people watching because they're – they're pretty well known around locally, and they're pretty famous doubles duos. So it was pretty packed for this event. And they're all like, <gasps> like <laughs> they all gasped and stuff. And I was just like, I was just shocked because I got to the other side. I'm like, I didn't get hit. Holy shit. And my parents kind of make fun of me for that event from time to time. And it's just kind of like a cool memory to reflect on of my tennis years. And then high school tennis was pretty cool. Uh, learned how to make more friends and stuff. However, like freshman year, it was really uh, surprisingly in tennis. It was very, oh God, what hazing, hazing. There was a lot of hazing. You didn't think that would happen in tennis, but I don't know. For some reason, the seniors or juniors did not like me. And I don't know if they thought I was dorky or something. And I was super skinny as a freshman. So I guess it was, I was an easy target to uh, pick on since I didn't really have a lot of confidence back then. And uh, yeah, uh, that wasn't fun. <laughs> But eventually, sophomore, junior year, I got their respect. And then senior year, I decided not to play tennis because I hurt my shoulder and I didn't really like the coach anymore and the direction he was going with the team. And, like, I just wasn't having fun with it anymore. So I decided to step back from tennis. And since then, I haven't really picked up a racket. I don't know. Maybe I'll go back to it. But I don't know. I feel like my shoulder's just fundamentally, like, jacked up in terms of, like, throwing a football or trying to do a tennis serve, it, it hurts so much in terms of just the tightness. just doesn't feel natural. And I don't want to get shoulder surgery or, like, aggravate it that leads me to shoulder surgery. So I just, like, eh, fuck it. I'll just leave it alone. Like, I don't really have a burning desire to go back to it. But it was part of my identity. I had some turns to Bakersfield, uh, San Luis Obispo. That was pretty crazy because I like was 
I was just matched up with this doubles partner who was amazing in singles, and like his partner got sick, and I was just the fill in. So I felt so out of place with these kids since they were really good, and I felt like I could barely hold my own, like volleying and stuff. And we lost the match, and I felt bad because most of it was based on like my unforced errors, but we kept it pretty close. I, you know, like I tried my best. It, it's a fun memory. Look back on it, I'm like, okay, like at least I you know, sucked it up and grit through it. So that's my little tennis spiel. Um, Another news for all my hip-hop music artist fans, uh, Travis just dropped a new feature with Baby Keem. That song slaps so hard. Another song that I've been really liking lately is Happy by, um, what is it, Aero... 805 yeah so it looks like this for my people my peeps on video great song it's uh it's like a little edm hip-hop-ish i really like it it's dope and uh oh you know everything that everyone likes to watch lately or do on their spare time is watch shows so i just watched invincible so good it's on amazon prime TV, you think like there's no popping shows on there? This animated superhero show, eight episodes long, so freaking good. Like it's very mature and like gory, but the the characters are written really well, and I like the perspective of like the main character has to struggle with his own dad being like a superhero, but he's kind of like low key sinister and stuff. And like some of the scenes in that show are really like uh, provocative. Like, they're really in your face about it. Like, you're like, oh, shit, that was dark. Or, or like, just the amount of gore or, like, the act that's committed. And you're just like, whoa, what the fuck did I just watch? Like, there is this scene. Okay, you know, if I say the scene, it's a spoiler. But, yeah, you guys should definitely watch Invincible. That's really good. I start up a new show on uh, Amazon called The Boys. And that's, that's, like, a little similar perspective. It's like, it's like if superheroes were a coalition and they were just a bunch of assholes that just liked doing like the as humans were naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. They like the public eye, but behind the scenes, they don't really give a shit about them, and it's all about like money and stuff. And they just think they're untouchable. And the main character, he uh, his girlfriend died because one of the seven of the superheroes uh was on his name's a train he was on like some drug to make him go like super fast and he killed his girlfriend 
So, like, he just zoomed right through her turn to meet Chunks and was just like, damn. So, like, you automatically kind of just sympathize with the main character and find them very likable because they didn't do anything about it. They just went hush-hush, it didn't happen, sorry for your loss, condolences, whatever, and then they try to make him sign, like, a non-disclosure agreement. And I was just like, if imagine if superheroes were real, I feel like that would happen today. Like, you know, like, the government stuff and other things, not to get too political, but, like, the general consensus in movies is, like, they just don't care about the small guy. Like, you know, everyone else. Like, I, I truly believe everyone is equal, and we all have equal value to bring to this planet. So, like, the way they're just so demeaning and stuff to, like, the main character and other people are just norm. Like, they call them soups. They don't call them superheroes. They just call them soups. And uh, it's called The Boys because it's, like, this ragtag group that uh, specialized in, like, taking out superheroes. Or at least that's what they started as until the main character took out one of them. And they're like, you know what? Let's bring the boys back. So hard-ass uh, title name. Really cool show. I'm super down for it. And uh, maybe I'll update it on a, another episode or so, given when I finish. There's two seasons, so I'm excited. Usually when I jump into a show, it's very new. And I'm like, oh, crap. Like, now I got to wait, like, a whole season or so. like, Or not a season, like, a year for the next season. Like, fuck that. But then again, I waited a year. <laughs> I waited a year and a half for the last season of Game of Thrones, and it was disappointing as fuck. So, honestly, like, I, I can wait, like, a year. for Nothing can be worse than the wait for Game of Thrones. I remember watching with my dad, and we're just like, what was that garbage? It made no sense. Ryan was horrible, and I wish that never, unlike someone, of that level of, like, disappointment was brutal. Like, fuck fuck the Dan brothers, bro, or whatever they're called, piece of shit writers. Awful, awful what they did to that show. Seasons one through four, magnificent. Five to seven, aight, but they're still good. It's Game of Thrones. Eight, shit. Absolute garbage. Just... What, like an abomination to just shows everywhere. This is a great example of a show that should never, ever be replicated. That type of writing for that last season. <laughs> like, that should be like textbook. Like, okay, guys, this is what we should not do to piss off, like, our fans of our show or, like, let them down and have, like, this huge backlash. Like, it ended so badly. I can't go back and watch Game of Thrones. From front to back. Because you just know how it ends and it's so bad. It's so bad. It turns you off from the rest of the show. Which is sad because the rest of the show is just super good. Like it's really well written and like it was super passionate. It was based on the source material and it was just like a great show. Like what went wrong? What went wrong? And honestly, it was the Bannioff brothers or whatever. Or Dan. I don't know. Is it they both have Dan as the same name? Or their last name? Or their brothers. I don't know. But they both had Dan. So. Uh, sorry about that little rant. About Game of Thrones. I'm still kind of. Triggered. About. How it ended. Not gonna lie. That shit rubbed me really the wrong way. And just. What the hell. What the hell. Only Switching topics. So. The beauty of Reddit. Let me tell you guys. So I got this Mac Miller customized jean jacket hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna pull it up on my reddit 
to show you guys the photo of it because it looks sick. looks really dope. Um, let me see where I can find it. But Reddit's just, like, such a cool place to, like, meet different people and, like, get different uh, deals, that makes sense. Like, you won't... You'll be just chatting with someone, and you'll go to that subreddit, and then they make, like, this great artistic, like, clothing apparel, and you're like, holy shit, I want to buy it. So, he's from the UK, or her, like, Constantino Julie. Okay, I'm assuming it's a girl, but, um, we talked, uh, like, messaged them, discussed, like, you know, payment and shit, and, like, measurements for it, because I wanted to make sure, because they were asking for... Five hundred dollars for this jean jacket, and I was like, "What? Five hundred dollars? You kidding me? Holy shit, that's a lot of money." So I negotiated, and I got to about, I think it was four hundred and ten dollars or fifteen. But then I did it with PayPal, so they had a little bonus thing to where I can remove like thirty dollars from it. So, I mean, yeah, I still paid like three eighty for it, which is pretty pricey. But once I if I could find this stupid photo. Let me see if I can go on their profile. Um, where is it? Their posts. Okay. So it was a divine feminine inspired jacket. Boom. This is what it looks like. Isn't that sick? Like, that looks so groovy. Like, oh God. Looks so good. And I, I like denim. Denim's like a really classical, like, fit. You can't go wrong wearing denim jackets. Like girls, they can rock it. It looks hot, looks sexy. I dig it. Um I wear it. I feel confident in it. It looks really classical. Like just contemporary. It, you can't go wrong with it in my opinion. And uh the design, even though it's a little small, it's going to be a little big, but I feel like, you know, if I get fat or whatever, I hope not, but maybe if I get bigger with muscle and stuff. Hey, no. But uh, I can fit into the jacket more. So it should be here like mid-May, I hope. Because uh, <laughs> you already know I'm about to show it off. You kidding me? Like, like uh, I just had to, you know. It's kind of like an obligatory or, you know, an obligation. I feel obligated to share it. Because if I bought it and didn't show it off, what the fuck? All right, jokes aside, I want to show it because it's actually a really cool piece. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. You beautiful soul. Uh, I love your albums. And Travis doing his thing with Utopia coming stuff. Just two artists have really motivated me to really just do me. Do this podcast. Meet new people. Take chances. Being young. Whoa, new concepts, right? No. <laughs> like Just trying to get a little bit more out of my comfort zone. Just be a little more me. And, you know, just to wrap this up, a little shout out to the people that just send me messages. If you're listening to this part, uh, I'll shout out some people, like Adam. Uh, if you guys know, uh, I went to school with Adam for my MP locals, Adam Bruin. And uh, he'll just randomly message me sometimes. We'll have great chats. And who knows, maybe we'll have him on the show sometime. Awesome dude. Met him when we were in, like, ninth grade. Crazy. And uh, he gives me good, like, criticism and, like, just listens to it without even, like, me asking him to listen to it. That's awesome. Some of the artists I've, like, interviewed, um, like, Mikey Zane. uh, uh, Oh, my God. Why am I blanking out on these names? But, yeah, Mikey and Zane, 
big factors let me into their studio really was like no super benefit for them instead of just having fun with it had a blast with them uh andrew my first guest and all the stuff of underground like thank you so much some of my friends like even some of the people i've interviewed on here that like as time has passed not really close with them anymore or things just kind of went down i still appreciate that episode like when we wrote like wrote it not wrote it but recorded it and just had that chat like in that moment we had like a good conversation and connected so like that means the world to me because podcasting in my opinion is a great medium to really like connect more with people i don't know this kind of sounded a little hippie but it's just like it's just fun it's a little more relatable it's not as artificial like no one likes that artificial bullshit i don't like you can see right through it and you just kind of roll your eyes you're like ugh like you want to go out in the world and like people like they'll just be caught up in their own world or just being like miserable or like really artificial like like talk show hosts like Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel they're just so out of touch like there was this okay little rant or just side story i'm into crypto that's like kind of a thing i've been open with on my uh social media if you guys want to message me about it i'd love to chat about it really passionate about it lately but there was this reddit post about bill burr just like roasting it and stuff and it was like super boomer energy like just and eh, you know it's not gonna work oh my god like it's a scam like okay cool maybe in like 2009 but it's like 2021 and you see people like elon musk uh like i know that's that's kind of a meme itself to start with with dogecoin but like in a way, he's pumping more money into the market, and boom. Now you got actual, like, legit companies like PayPal, Venmo, starting to accept Bitcoin, and it's only just going to grow more. So it's, like, a really exciting time to invest. This is not financial advice. This is just my, like, own personal opinion. And, uh, yeah, it's a fun ride. It's a great investment in, like, yourself, and I'm just really passionate about trying to uh, be financially independent think we all want to so we can all chase our passions and dreams and like live a life that's kind of outside of a nine to five or at least like when you're really older nothing wrong i'm probably going to do a nine to five so i can have some sort of stability in like my income until maybe open my own business or improve more on the podcast or whatever but just a lot of ideas jumbling through my mind right now so but yeah thanks guys for listening i appreciate you a lot um more words can really describe that thanks for sticking around we're almost at episode 70 it's fucking wild jesus christ like time time really changed like what the hell like the person i was from episode one to 70 is just as like absolutely astronomical like i don't even like what like it's cool that the recording there but when i listen back i'm like that's how i that's how i thought that's how i think like huh what (laughs) it's kind of wild so to uh more future guests more future convos more chill ass content you guys know the drill since it's a solo man you guys can drop a review for your boy on uh, apple Podcasts. really helps the show seriously means a lot maybe i'll hit up my guest get something going to uh return guests are always fun may see some more faces come back um there's definitely some in the workings that i definitely want back on the show just great vibes all around and uh i'm recording this on a sunday this will be uploaded tomorrow may 3rd this is may 2nd it's a beautiful day outside may uh 
may go on a bike ride, hike, uh, drive around, maybe go to the beach. Who knows? You know, the world's your oyster, right? In a very cheesy way. But I'll catch you guys around. You know, take care. Have a good day. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we're peacing out. I barely drank most of this cocktail I made. It's pretty shit. Not going to lie. So mm. another swig of it. Yeah. Ooh, it's so bitter. Okay, guys. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening to me ramble and stuff. All right. Bye. Love y'all. Peace. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.